0: Hi, everybody. The complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD. And I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to do a, a pretty short episode only because I have a friend coming over um, and they could be here any minute. But I wanted to get this in because I'm not sure how long they'll be here. And I don't know if I'll be able to do it tomorrow. But I think I mentioned to you guys I'm going. To I'm going out of state, and my f- I'll be staying in St. Louis tomorrow night with my cousin, and then we fly. I fly out from St. Louis Tuesday morning to go to South Carolina, um, so I'll be there all for until Saturday, and I won't be able to do a podcast most likely while I'm there because I'll be around a lot of people, and I probably won't have any alone time. So I just want to get this episode in really quick. Um, I wanted to do talk just a little bit about um, this relates to complex PTSD and one thing I've discussed a lot, which was feelings of incompetence. But in relation to that, I want to talk very quickly about um, overcompensating be- related to those feelings of incompetence. So due to those feelings of incompetence, it's almost sort of like thinking of how you approach it and how you handle it. Because me, for me personally, it was so frustrating for so many years. And I'm talking, you know, a good 15 years. All through high school, going through college, just wondering where I'm going, what I'm doing, and feeling like I was floating through life. Like there was no real point of where I was heading. That went on for years. Um, and then whenever I did massage therapy, a lot of times I wish that I had solely done that. So what I mean by that is I feel like that's the perfect fit for me in the profession for me to be a, I'm a licensed massage therapist. I've done it for 15 years. Um, and I got licensed in 2008 when I was 26 and it took me years to get my associate degree before I went to massage therapy school. Not that you have to have an associate degree to get to massage therapy school. You don't. Um, but I finished that before I ever went. And I, it was good that I did that because my grades in high school were so bad that I basically needed that, that pre kind of college education, getting that associate before I ever jumped into anything regarded to, regarding massage, because in massage therapy you learn medical terminology, you learn pathology, you learn about working with clients, and I wouldn't have had those client skills either um, if I hadn't been a server and a host and. Caterer, which I did while I was in college. Um, but in regards to feelings of incompetence, um, after about four years, I started to lose a little bit of my interest in massage, and I'd always been interested in history. Um, but one way that I think I overcompensated or I wanted to prove My intelligence proved to myself that I wasn't stupid, because a lot of times I felt stupid, um, struggling with those, what I would call a learning disability when I was younger. Um, One of the ways that I think I overcompensated is whenever I went and got my bachelor's degree and I studied history and I ended up, I had always gone to public school growing up and I went to a community college when I got my associate. And massage was a trade, which again, I really think massage is the field I'll stay in forever. Um, And I almost feel like what I went to school and got my bachelor's for will be somewhat of a temporary thing. And the reason I say that is because when I was getting that degree, I went to a, a private college and it's like a very upscale a lot of like really wealthy kids go to this private school. And I happened to just come into a little bit of like money at the time. I don't have that money anymore because I spent it on schooling. Um, But this was like a very prestigious school. It was a Phi Beta Kappa. Um, A lot of the kids that went there were children of doctors and lawyers and all this stuff. Um, And I wasn't, I wasn't a child of a doctor or lawyer. Um, I just happened to have some money to throw at a school and I sought out something I genuinely was interested in, but this was like a very scholarly school. So like you were really put to the test. Um, It's, like I said, it's Phi Beta Kappa. And if you know anything about that, you can Google it. That's like a really high ranking, like an accreditation type thing, I guess you could call it. Um, But I mean, the professors were from like Harvard and Stanford and Duke and all these, you know, places. And I think that some, a few were from Yale maybe, but it's like, a, it's way up there. So I went to Illinois college in Jacksonville, Illinois. Um, so you can just look it up for yourself. Um, and I studied history and philosophy. And in a lot of ways I feel like I, I was, it, it was me like finally feeling good about myself, like finally feeling like, holy cow, I can do this. Like, I'm not I'm not incompetent. I'm not stupid. You know, because I knew people that were extremely bright who were, like, head of the class in high school, and they couldn't even get into that college. And I got in. And, and I was just as shocked as they were, you know. Um, you know, like, what specifically did I do? Because um, it wasn't just having... Because I didn't have all the money to pay it off. Like, I had some money, but you know, like, like what, what was different, you know. It, I think a lot of students think that, you know, they try so hard and they could be, like, practically head of the class and they don't get into the school they want, and then some do. And it's like, well, well what's the difference? Like, what, what got them in and didn't get me in, or b- vice versa? Um, so, anyway, it just made me feel finally competent, um, and it was a really big thing for me. But I will say that the job that I ended up getting once I got into that school, um, I went to it solely for my ego. Like, it was in the field that I studied. It was history and it was archives. Um, And I had studied law because what I work in is related to the judicial system. Um, And I studied law through slave cases on the Underground Railroad in Morgan County, Illinois. And that was how I came into The interests of of law. Like, I'm not a lawyer. I'm definitely not a lawyer. There's a ton of stuff that I don't know about law. I I still feel very incompetent in relation to the legal system because there's so many loopholes. It's ridiculous. Um, And by the way, if you ever have any trouble with anything, get a lawyer because I currently have a lawyer for what I'm dealing with right now. Um, And uh, just personal things. But... I just want to say, like, don't overcompensate because I could have very wisely just used that money for savings and future investment in my own personal life and just stayed a massage therapist because I still do massage therapy. I do massage and I work in historic preservation. I have two jobs, two careers. But I would say 10 years from now, I won't be working in history um, because I realized that I still feel at times that things are a little, a bit over my head. And I think a lot of people do this and it's very hard for a lot of people to admit this, but there's someone that I know who works in human resources and someone I know, um, it's a woman. Um, but someone that I know another woman has said that this person basically got their job for pol- through political means and through, a way that you just shouldn't be getting a job and they don't know how to do their job and they're terrible at it and they're very threatened by anybody who notices that they're incompetent and that's a very similar thing. So like don't ever get into a position because you feel incompetent because it's going to make it worse. Um, So that's the moral of the story here because at times I do feel that way Um, and then which is funny because I got into it because I didn't want to feel incompetent. Right. Like it's, um, you know, I was like 30 at the time, whatever, however, how old I was 31. Um, but it's, it's not something that you want to do. And you also to the opposite extreme, you don't want to be, have like an inferiority complex. So you don't want to just let your feelings of incompetence get the best of you to where it like just makes you feel like a complete, utter idiot and loser and failure you might be spectacular at whatever it is that you're meant to do. You know, um, like I, for instance, love being a caterer. I thought that was a blast. It was a lot of fun. I was actually way happier in that job than I ever was in my history job. Um, and by the way, a lot of history jobs are so full of crap because one, it's beholden to the viewer so that or I should say the person teaching the history um, you could go to another class titled the same exact thing in another school, and the teacher's teaching something completely different. So it's it's you know it's almost beholden to however the hell you want to interpret it. You know, um, give and take a few things, but you know it's all about what you focus on. It's like historiography. Um, one thing I studied in school was. Basically, the study of history, which is historiography, how it's taught to you. Um, but anyway, I don't want to get off on a tangent here or on a start rambling. But I just wanted to give that warning because a lot of times with complex PTSD, I know from personal experience, you struggle. I struggled with feelings of having a learning disability and feeling incompetent. And I just want to give that warning out: don't get into something for an ego, or don't get into something that makes you feel grand grandiosity or leads to like a superiority complex or tooting your own horn because that horn can lose that toot very quickly. And that'll just make you feel worse, which could lead to an inferiority complex. Um, So like I would just say, stay mainstream. So for me, that's massage therapy. Um, You know, whatever really brings you joy and makes you feel like you're helping people. I would just do that. Because I always feel like I'm helping people. And I love the small talk if the client l- enjoys talking. Um, and it's a healing profession. Massage is healing. There's aromatherapy. It's calm. It's quiet. It's it's a great field for people with trauma. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of share that because I think it's a really big thing that a lot of people don't talk about. So um, that in superiority or trying to overcompensate. So. Anyway, this is the uh, Complex PTSD guy signing off.